Everybody wants to be on top of the mountain. The problem nowadays is people want to get dropped off at the top of the hill and look down. It's that I overcome mindset that makes all the difference. See, the way we're taught is you're going to claw, you're going to scratch, you're going to bite, you're going to dig, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the top of that mountain. That unequivocally is how I have managed to keep myself moving forward and finding success. Two seals, one mission. The JR Overcome Show. And welcome back to the JR Overcome Show, episode seven. It is December 6th. I just want to say happy holidays to everyone. I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving. I tell you what, it's just awesome those times when we get together with a family, you know, just think about what's going on in our lives. I tell you, those of you out there, your family, don't take them for granted. You know, when you get to the end of your life, it's going to be important to have those people. So if you're blowing off family on the holidays, man, you need to rekindle those relationships because because uh, it's awesome. We had a great Thanksgiving, and I am excited about rolling into the Christmas season. Uh, it's one of my favorite times of the year. What about you, Ray? You know what? I got a fat belly from eating some turkey, and I'm ready to roll into the Christmas spirit and uh, throw on the Santa Claus hat. So I'm ready, brother. Let's do it. I, I did want to say that, dude, your six-pack looks like a four-pack right now. So a little too much turkey, man. A little too much turkey. Hey, mama can cook. What can I say? Yeah. And and that is actually what our show is about today. Once again, you know, our last episode, we were talking about the power of the ladies behind us, the long-haired admirals. And today, we're going to be digging deeper into that with the long-haired admirals here with us. So let me quickly go over the agenda. So the word of the day today is perfect. We will talk a little more about that. You know, we had our long-haired admirals last show. We're going to have a discussion about perfect and the perception of perfect, both the right and wrong perceptions. We're going to do an amazing interview with those long-haired admirals. We'll close our show as we always do with a little two-minute motivation to get you guys pumped up. But without further ado, Let's jump into the show. So, Ray, the word of the day is perfect. Would you do the honors? Yes, sir, I would. Perfect. The definition is being entirely without fault or defect, flawless. So, technically, that definition is Ray Cash Care and Jason Redman. I resemble that remark. <laughs> oh, I heard some giggling. Wow, I see some giggling. I see some laughing there. Whoa, oh, no, whoa, whoa. Speechless. Yeah, speechless. yeah. I yeah. Where's, we where's have that, that effect. water you had that that nice uh i hid that because <laughs> i did not i neither wanted to get smacked or swatted or electrified yeah there will be none of that it's my new favorite tool so to interject i think today we should actually be speaking about obviously the word's perfect but i would like to add how it feels to be married to the perfect guys. I, I got to tell you, I mean, I know it's got to be hard for my lovely long-haired admiral. I mean, every day to wake up and look over at me and think, wow, how did I get so lucky? I'm not going to lie. I'm lucky. I'm sitting beside you right now. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to follow that comment up, but you're right. You are. I mean, do you... I mean, the greatness here. I mean, hang on. I got to make my hat a little okay, bigger. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Are, you guys, my, are you guys just going to sit there and talk about how perfect perfect you guys are? Or are we going to interview us and kind of get the real deal? We're going to well, talk actually, about it. was kind of the intent of the, the show. Deal. I don't know. I kind of yeah. like, I, I like the direction <laughs> we're going. Like, this is their world. We're just, we're going to humor them. Oh, yeah. We're going to let them live in it. But but honestly, by the time the show's over, everybody's just going to actually feel sorry for us. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. It's the Jay and Ray Whoa. world. Whoa. Whoa. Is that possible? Fantasy world. <laughs> you know, if we want to take things and be serious, sometimes I wake up in the morning and go, God, Trisha, I wish you were Jason. 
Oh lord! Wait, I just wait, wait, I just, wait, wait, just, scary, I just threw off a little in my mouth. What just happened here? <laughs> All right, let's yeah. get it, let's get going. All right, let's talk, let's talk about perfect. And and really, what I really want to talk about is the perception of the word perfect because I know you guys have heard it, and I know that Eric and I have heard it, and I've heard other people say it. You know that? Oh my God, you guys have the perfect relationship. You guys are the perfect couple, and it's interesting because. As, as people, we tend to judge ourselves against somebody else. We look at somebody else out there and we see a snapshot of their lives and we think that their life is better. In this world of social media that's out there, you know, people tend to post the, the happier parts of their lives and that's what's awesome. It's great. But it also makes some of us out there, or many of us, I think a ton of people uh, that take a look and say, oh my God, their life's perfect and my life is not. You know, how do I have that perfect life? And uh, that's really what we want to talk about today. But by doing so, by interviewing our lovely long-haired admirals, who can interject on, uh, on obviously, our perception of perfect, which is real. And... Uh, Our machismo, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But oh, uh, let, let's jump into this. I, you know, the reality is people have been listening to us long enough. I mean, we're on our seventh show now. You know, I'm, I, I know people are on the, si on the edge of their seats to listen to us. But I think they're really excited to listen to you two lovely ladies. So, uh, I, you know what I'm going to do? I, I, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my beautiful long-haired admiral. And then Ray is going to do the same with Trish. And then we're going to jump into this. But uh, so I am fortunate enough to have known and been with my long-haired admiral for for 19 years now we have been together we met at a uh we met as as all amazing young couples do in an incredible bar can, in we, can we just say just read, you gotta read the trident oh yeah yeah actually yeah sorry you have to buy the trident if you want to hear more of this story i basically wet your appetite but uh great plug i like so that. yeah uh, make sure that Did when you, you do that go to jasonredmond.com and you can buy your copy of the trident erica will sign it too but no, it's been an amazing journey. Uh, her and I met, you know, a little bit of a rocky start because I got cold feet like a lot of guys. And uh, boy, did she play hardball for me to get her back. And uh, but thankfully, I won her over. And it really has been an amazing relationship. Uh, we have been through the highs and lows uh, through my military career. Uh, you guys all know uh, in episode three, we talked about failure and some of the mistakes I made as a young leader. That was a hard time for us. And Erica was with me the whole way, encouraging me. And then, of course, when I was severely wounded, she was with me. And I think that's what's amazing for every successful guy that's out there, for every successful woman, usually there's somebody else behind the scenes that is pushing them and encouraging them and helping pick them up when we fall down. Because the reality is, as much as, as perfect as Ray and I are, mm -hmm. uh, there is a perception there because we have our faults also. So uh, Ray, tell me about your lovely long-haired admiral. Just so happens that I've been with my beautiful wife for 15 years. We've been married for 13, of which have been heaven for her. Uh, we too <sighs> met at a bar, go figure. Uh, true story. You know, you've known me longer than most. I can talk to anybody on the planet. She looked at me with those eyes and Lily, I was a bumbling idiot. She ended up talking in, uh, to a mutual friend of ours, Dave Broderick. And by this time, big D, big D. Yeah. Big foot. Um, I was a little tipsy. She was standing behind him looking at it. He had a kayak shirt on. And by this time I was like, are you kidding me? You're talking to this guy. And you know, Dave's, you know, big, big, tall guy. She leans over and looks at me and goes, well, you didn't have the guts to talk to me. So I pushed Dave out of the way. 
Uh, we go across the street uh, to a place that's a little quieter. We met on a Monday night and uh, got her number. And, uh, you know, I was trying to figure out when to call her. And I literally called her. She was going home and asked her if she'd have coffee with the next day. And uh, currently, uh, my wife is my business partner, uh, beautiful wife to my two children. Um, she used to run a bank and now she's running uh, running my company. So I'm blessed, I'm honored. And two mottos I like to say here real quick. Uh, it may be the, we may be the king of the jungle, but it's the woman's jungle. And I like to iterate that beside every great man is a great woman, not behind. Even though she is I, my I would support even say sometimes in front of us. Most of the time, of yeah. Us, yeah. When yeah, the yeah. shit hits the fan. I say Ma a lot Ma of times in front of you now. Ma well, you know, Mama <laughs> so Lions. Speechless? I oh, I know. I know. It's yeah, very I know. hard that, to believe, First guys. off, that, I don't buy that for a second. You, speechless? It was I the mean, eyes, brother. She looked at me with those eyes, and I'm telling you, as she gave me what I, I still to this day say my look. I get a lot of looks now. That ain't the look. Yeah, but, well, now I give him the look, and he runs the other way, so he knows. But she did that look, like, long. I'm going to do this to you. I can't believe you're a guy, but here we go. But it was like she blinked and looked at me and then did this slow I feel away. really, I feel really awkward right now. I'm you really should. glad that none of you, you can see this because I, I, I got to tell you, my skin crawled a little bit and uh, parts of my body crawled up inside me. I just want to let you know that. Yeah, but you know, she had the jeans, the maroon shirt on, the black boots, and uh, I and the the blue eye makeup, the blue. What was that shit you had on, baby? <laughs> it was eyeshadow. Eyeshadow. Oh, fucking hell. That, that's that's called eyeshadow, right? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, the bottom line is this: that out there, everybody that's in a relationship, there. If you are blessed to be in a great relationship, you have somebody next to you who. Uh, you know, stands behind you, stands beside you, and sometimes even stands in front of you and defends you. And, uh, you know, the truly great woman warriors, you know, like we talked about a little bit in our last show, these incredible spouses that we have, uh, they're amazing. And they're as strong, if not stronger than we are. And that's why I think it's exciting that we got you ladies on the show today. So I, I want to say welcome to both of you to the JR Overcome Show. How are we? We're, we're here, I guess. I don't know. I There's think, been a lot of talking on that end. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're happy. <laughs> I think we're happy to be here. Come on, baby. 19 years of wedded bliss and another moment to spend with me. I mean, how can that not be happy? I mean, it, perfect, right? Yeah. Word of the day. Wow. Perfection. It's a perfect day. So uh, I would like to know, uh, you know, who who is Trisha Care? Who is Trisha Care? When you think of who you are, all of us in life kind of... We grow up and, and, and we change over the years who we are, who we are as an individual, who we are as a parent, who we are as a spouse. So where you are in your life, you and Ray have been together 15 years. Who is Trisha Kerr? Well, with dealing with Ray and what he does and being on the road a lot, um, I've that come is to realize- the That is the summary right there. Yes. Dealing with Ray. Yeah, it is dealing with Ray. No, I mean, he, he can be great, but I tell everybody, come live with him and you'll be kicking him out the door. But on a serious note, um, you know, I realized how strong a woman I am by him being gone so much and having to deal- with the ups and downs and having him away. So it's it's tough at times, but you know, there's times I feel like giving up, but I keep on pushing through and I'm like, wow, I, I made it. I made another time of him being gone. Um, you know, of course everything breaks in the house when they're gone. It's just, it, it's just, you know, it happens. We know this, it's, you know, part of it. I don't know, Erica, if that happens to you guys, it's, 
you know, stuff hits the fan when when they're gone. And and I've powered through a lot of stuff. And uh, so I'm strong. I feel strong. I feel great. Um, I, I love what Ray does. But I also sometimes hate what he does. It's hard. There's well, a balance. you know, and the funny thing is, you know, Eric and I talk about this a lot. So, you know, Ray did 12 years. I did 21 years. And I'm actually gone as much now, if not more now, you know, getting out there speaking and consulting and meeting with people and trying to make a difference. And that's hard. That's hard on our family. Uh, and it takes it takes a strong person because you guys are reliving what you lived when we were in the military now on a different scale with us being out there. So, uh, you know, for many of for many of our listeners that are out there, I know that, you know, you deal with the same thing for our for our first responders, for our military listeners. You know that uh, when that person's gone, man, it is so hard. And uh, I just I salute you guys because you played mom and dad and the caretaker of the house and you were the accountant. And I mean, you did it all. You know, you were a plumber, electrician. I mean, you did it all. And uh, that's that's impressive. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. So who who is. Uh... Yeah. Who is Erica Redman? I've known you for quite some time and I don't really know anything about you. So, um, grew, you know, grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. I guess looking back, you know, and I think that there's some of my strengths and I, I think that these are kind of common, common denominators probably with you, with most military wives, um, strength, but I think also independence and, and I don't, um, I'm not, I'm not scared of risks, I guess you could say. So, you know, we met, I, I've had multiple businesses. I had my own candle business. I had a pet sitting business. I had exotic cats. You know, we launched, you know, the Combat Wounded Coalition, Wounded Wear. I mean, we have people all the time that, um, you know, they're kind of like, oh, wow, you know, I, I guess just we, we don't really, I think we see opportunities and we kind of gone forward. And I think that this independence is such a key thing with relationships and and military wives in general because if you don't have that if you don't have i mean yes i'm sad when when you know my husband's gone um you know i i like it when he's here but i also have to be happy and content so i mean i've always recommended that for other people and i think that um i i think i'm fortunate that um i i do have that in independence um business wise and you know, and with the kids and with our family. You know, a question that's on the minds of a lot of our listeners, no doubt about it. There is, uh, there's a little bit of a, I don't want to say an infatuation, but people are really interested in our special operations community. They're really interested in our Navy SEALs. Oh, Obviously, yeah. we got all these shows out there. There's movies out there. I mean, people have read my book. Um, you know, there are other SEAL movies and they're really not only interested in what, you know, you and I did as a career, but they're very interested in the, in the background, the relationship side. So ladies, what, what it's, it, what's it like to be married to a special operations warrior? I mean, you know, once again, we come back to the word perfect. So many people are like, oh my God, you're married to, you know, a SEAL, you're married to a Green Beret, you're married to an army ranger. That must be so cool. Uh, what's it really like? Look at their faces. I know. <laughs> they look so excited. They do. <laughs> well, sometimes it can, it's tough because, you know, you guys are human. We're human. There's no such thing as perfect. Wait, what? No, there's no such thing as perfect. You guys aren't perfect. We're not perfect. But we work together and we make it perfect as our family and 
getting through stuff. You, you know, you make it work. So there's no such thing as perfect, but we found our perfect for each other. And you work through it. You work through everything. And uh, it's it's tough at times. And when people are just like, wow, you live such an awesome life. And it, it's hard, but um, everybody needs to realize we're just like normal people. They're normal people. Yes, they've seen a lot, probably done more than the normal average person. But when it comes to marriage, it's not perfect. Nobody has a perfect marriage. So so before you answer, Erica, I have a question. You know, obviously you guys have been together for almost 20 years and we've been together for 15. Have you seen changes in us as we have gotten older? As in, you know, when you met us, we were one way to now. I mean, I know we still have our we're like fine wine. Fine we, wine. Do we just age? We've matured. Do we mature? So much we wow. taste better. Well, you know, I mean, I can speak for myself. I was definitely much more of a hothead. We you, we both were when we were younger. But I guess the question I'm asking you You're to asking answer- if you guys have, a, if we've seen you guys grow up. Yeah, have yeah. we grown, you know. Yes, you've gone down to five temper tantrums a day to one. Bravo. Now I'm joking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think absolutely. I mean, I think it was, um, you know, I think it was neat for me to see kind of the progression of Jay, you know, watching when we got married, him being enlisted to going to a SEAL officer and, and kind of him figuring out that path and kind of watching him figure out that path and then even getting out. And I've seen the growth, um, as, as a speaker, uh, watching him five years ago and watching him today, you know, it's pretty amazing to see, I mean, he was good five years ago, but you were, you know, you weren't really off the cusp. You weren't as comfortable as now. And, and, you know, and, and we're still, I think both of us are still constantly growing, but, you know, bis- with the nonprofit and everything that we've learned, no, I think, um, you know, I think everybody's always um, growing. And, you know, I love seeing the family aspect of, you know, how Ray is sees how hard it is with a family. You know, when it was just me and him, it was a little easier to get through stuff, but having children in the mix and how much he just loves our kids and seeing the softer side of him has really just makes my heart melt sometimes. I hate to admit it sometimes, but it does. It makes my heart melt to see that softer side. So that, that's a good thing to see that that he is human. Yeah. <laughs> he does have feelings, you know, because sometimes they have this hard persona and they, you know, I don't feel anything. And, and the day he held our daughter in our arms, wow, it, it just definitely changed. Yeah, I promise you, Jason's probably one of the hardest motherfuckers I know. And that's okay. I'm sorry. But uh, bad word, there, bad word, there's no. <laughs> no love like a warrior, a father, and his daughter or son's love. I well, mean, well, and love, you know, I mean, it's funny. A lot of time, my six tenets of success, love deeply is one. I think people are always shocked. They're like, oh, my God, this big, bad Navy SEAL. Okay, maybe I'm not big. But this bad Navy SEAL thank you. is up on stage talking about love. And it is. You know, love is what makes this world work. I mean, it is that brotherly love that bonds us Amen. in the SEAL teams. It is, it is our love for both of you, our long-haired admirals, that family love. There would never be a war if there was not a level of love that existed, you know, uh, you know, and then we have the dichotomy of hate and everything, the evil that drives it. But it, it's love that drives this world forward. And I think that's so amazing. If you're trying to stomp all your emotions down, you know, 
that relationship's built on that. And I think for, I know for Erica and I, we've grown in our relationship with the things we've been through. And I think it's great to see that you guys have done the same. One of the questions that I know, and I want to address this because I know we have so many first responders. I know we have so many law enforcement. I know we have so many military listeners. You know, it's tough when you have a spouse that is in a, in a dangerous job, that when they leave, whether it's for a 24-hour shift or when they leave for a six-month deployment, you know they're going someplace dangerous. And, you know, how did you ladies deal with that back, you know, in the past when you knew? And, and I did a, I tried to do a really good job. I tried to put Erica in her comfort zone. I didn't care what we were doing, both when I was in Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, when we would talk, I would say, oh, yeah, we're not doing anything. You know, it's really boring. And literally, there were several phone calls that I had been in a firefight that night. And I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, my heart's still pounding. I'm jacked. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, nothing's going on. Super bored. Watch a lot of movies. So how did you ladies deal with that? You know, what advice do you have for all of our, all of our military law enforcement first responders out there that every night or every day or every six months, they're watching their loved ones head off to a dangerous situation? Well, it's about respect and respecting what you guys do. And I was the type of person I respected it and I did not have to know everything that was going on. I respected that he couldn't tell me things. And as long as I heard from him, which was great, um, technology these days are wonderful. I couldn't imagine back in the day when you would get a letter in the mail. Um, But I'm always here for him if he ever wants to talk to me. But I do not bug him. I do not need Eric and I went through that. To know, yeah. It's Eric, tough. Well, with the letters. I mean, when I went to Ranger School, they no technology. Wow. We were oh, only yeah, allowed to mad. communicate. I was by like, letters. I was like, are you kidding me? I talked to him in Afghanistan and Iraq. Oh, you know, almost, you know, every every couple of days we talked. And I'm like, and you're going to Ranger School and I can't talk to you. I was, oh yeah. I was mad. I was so mad. but but it's just about respect and respecting what they do and putting yourself in their shoes. And, um, you know, it's tough. You know, I know it's hard for me sometimes being lonely at home, but I sit there and say, wow, what is he going through sitting wherever he was by himself on a holiday or missing things, missing my daughter, take her first steps. I mean, so you got to respect and put yourself in the other person's shoes. And, uh, like I said, major respect, always about respect. I think also I, you know, I, I stayed busy. I mean, you've got to find oh, yeah. a job, hobby, you know, whatever it is, is something to keep busy. I didn't watch the news a lot. Um, oh, neither did I. I. I, you know, I really just kind of had to put. And my, I think my that's an amazing in, point. I mean, I just want to highlight that. Into you and, and into your training. And, you know, not to say that you don't worry, but I, I mean, no, I, I couldn't I couldn't live day to day you yeah. know, obsessing about it. And there are so many, there are so many spouses out there that I've seen who they do, they watch the news constantly. Like every bad thing that happens, they're like, oh my God, it's, it's my husband or is my wife involved in that? You know, you can't do that. You'll drive yourself insane. Absolutely not. You just, you are, you're going to drive yourself insane. And, you know, it ma- makes you off. You can't be off when you're trying to hold down the fort at home. You can't be scramble brained and waiting for something bad to happen. You got to just take it moment by moment. And, you know, just hang in there and be strong. I will admit that I don't, you know, I, I think that I did. I put on that invincibility hat. And and after Jay was wounded, I, I don't, you know, for two years, he, he tried to 
you know, to get fixed and to go back operational. That was, that was his dream. And um, I, I don't know that I could have done it again. I, I thought, you know, I didn't think that that would have been fair to me and the kids that, you know, we, we had, you know, we had put on that hat once before. Oh and, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I know that there's a lot of people that have done it and I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could have done it a- again. Well, it became real. It became yeah. real. It, it became your reality in life. So it's hard to just turn away from it. You know, um, seeing what you guys have just gone through, I thank God every day that that never happened, but it could have been my reality. So, you know, um, so, so that's a the, tough thing. Let me ask the $10,000 question. Okay. I, that's going to be something that may, we may do on our second season. And it's, it's a serious question, which I don't ask. How did you deal with the call? You know, I mean, I, I'm getting a little emotional right now because, you know, I love you guys, but you know, mother of three, you're running a household, you know, and you got the call. I mean, what what was the first thing that went through your mind and how did Erica Redmond deal with the fact that she got a call about, you know, your husband was wounded Are you trying in to make combat? us cry? <laughs> no. I'm getting I'm, emotional now. <laughs> I just, I think people need to hear it because there are first responder wives out there, vice versa, vice versa. And I think they really need to hear this. I think, you know, the public needs to know what you went through. Yeah. So getting the call, I mean, I definitely... I think I had a million things going through my head. And I, I think that I really started looking at, okay, what, what needs to happen next? Um, I, I went to the kid's school. I notified the kid's school. I mean, the teacher was like, oh my God, you know, like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't know, but I need to, you know, I need to let, let you guys know. Um, you know, I flew my mom in, I flew, um, or Jay's mom was already there. So I just started preparing. I, I didn't, honestly, I did not know what my biggest fear was, is my husband mentally okay? If he's mentally okay, then we can get through anything. Like we can fix this, like we'll be fine. But it was, I, I went in mode to, I went to the grocery store. Um, I, I was, and I was a hot mess. I hit a parked car in the, in the, in the parking lot and notified. I just started putting everything together. It took four days for him to get, um, to get back. And I, I prepped my house for me to leave and I had no idea for how long I was, I was going or exactly what I was walking into. Um, I think that those four days were the hardest the hardest time. I mean, once I got there and once he was stable, um, I switch. I, I quickly switched into okay, what is next? What you know? What is our resources? What does this look like? And and I had no idea the support system that you know that was there that was already set in place. I mean, people were calling, and I just I had this notebook, and I'm just I'm on the soccer field. I'm I'm going and doing you know picking the kids up, and and I think one thing that helped me and the biggest thing that helped our children they did not miss a day of school they did not miss a soccer practice they did not miss a dance class i mean i left and family came in but but life went forward as no i tried to make things as normal for them as possible and kids are resilient i just figured, i mean even though i was falling apart on the inside i figured if my hair looked good my nails looked good and i was being strong for my kids then you know then they were 
they were going to be fine. And and they were. It did. It worked. Yeah. So technically, you know, we talk about the word perfect. It's a perception of what people think. I don't think you could have handled that situation any better. To me, that is the vo- the definition of perfect. You could not have done anything better than you did. Well, and and I, what I would say, and I mean, I could definitely, you know, obviously I was there, you know, is at the highest levels of leadership and in the most chaotic and intense situations, uh, you know, we talk about the idea in the military leaders eat last. And there's a reason for that. It's how we project ourselves. Um, you know, there are, there are one of the reasons that, um, you know, the the Brits wore red coats was because if they got shot, they didn't want to show that they were bleeding and leaders don't want to show that any weakness. So if you're cold, you can't show it. If you're hungry, you can't show it. And even though you're not perfect inside, you're struggling, you're starving, you're struggling with all these things, that that is a, a, a projected perfect. It's not the reality because inside we're torn up. And and that is one of the most amazing things that Erica projected. Um, you know, I, I meet so many people out there that are like, oh, you know, I'm this self-proclaimed leader. You know, Erica displayed some of the highest levels of leadership. Because uh, I'll tell you, when they sent me home, I was a mess. I, I literally, I had a trach that I wore for seven months that was disgusting for anybody out there that has ever had a trach. It is disgusting. Um, I was leaking out of the side of my head from my wound. Literally, I was literally oozing saliva out of the side of my head. I was, I was gross. I had pins. I had a stomach tube. I had all these things. And, and yes, in the beginning, I held on to these hopes that I was going to get back operational. I was going to overcome this and I was going to go back as a SEAL operator and crush skulls again. And never once, you know, Erica, I, I, re- I literally became, you know, she had a three-year-old, she had a five-year-old, we had an eight-year-old. And I literally became the fourth kid. I was like an infant that she had to take care of. She was my best nurse. And, and this is where you reach the highest levels, in my opinion, of leadership, because no matter, you know, she was taking care of my wounds. We had a home health nurse that would come in three days. Out. I didn't want to be a nurse. But, and she did. I mean, she was cleaning my wounds. She was cleaning my trach. She was feeding me. She literally was grinding up my meds and feeding me through a stomach tube. And, you know, I was barely weak enough to go up and down the stairs and never once. Never once in that entire time did Erica ever say to me, why did you do this to us? You know, why did you choose this job? You know, why, why, never once, never once did she say anything. And I'll be honest, you know, as strong as I projected myself, you know, I'm the overcome guy. I wrote the sign on the door. You know, I also was trying to project perfect and I wasn't, I was fragile. I can remember days I woke up crying my eyes out as what is the future going to be for me and how do I get out of this bed? And Erica was one of the driving force that enabled me to do it. And if she had ever said something negative and said, you know, those negative things that I talked about, I think it would have crushed me. And the kids weren't amazing. I mean, the kids made it complicated, but I also think they were an amazing driving force because they don't really care if you're having a bad day or you hurt or whatever. Oh yeah, no. They they want breakfast and oh yeah, go do something. You know, so. But again, coming back to that strong, you were strong. You, you did it. You know, you were the rock at that moment that the family needed. 
You know, a lot of times they're the rock, but you were the rock. And that to me is just amazing. And I just applaud you. Like, wow. I mean, good job, mama. (laughs) You are a true warrior. You are a true warrior. Yeah, exactly. And the women warriors that are out there, you know, you're out there, you know, right now, if you're listening and you are, you know, you're, you're, you're the spouse of a, of a police officer. You're the spouse of a firefighter. You're the spouse of a military. You know, we talk about those life ambushes. They're coming. They're coming. Something's going to happen. And I hate to say it, but life is that way. It just, it, it's not this, you know, yellow brick road we go skipping right. down. You know, there are breaks and there are ambushes and there are, you know. It's not a fairy tale. It is you not. know, it's not. People are looking for the fairy tale and there's no such thing. You want a fairy tale, look in a book, go watch a movie, but you're not going to have a fairy tale. You can have a great life, but you got to understand each other, respect each other and love. Like you said, love is bottom line. And if you hold on to that love and realize while you're in it, you're going to get through it. You can get through a lot and and showing your kids love and respect. They're going to grow up into great individuals that have learned that from great parents. So, you know, I don't believe in the word perfect. I really don't. I know that's Oh my God! Wait, wait, wait! Well, hold on. The show we were talking about how perfect we were. I mean, come on, Ray. You have evidence. Ray, you just knocked down my ivory tower. Negative. I'm not saying me and Jason aren't perfect. (laughs) I'm saying there's no perfect relationship. Thank you. What I'm saying is, oh boy, is with with Trish and me. I don't think it's you know you 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 have to meet in the middle. You have to you know. There's all these analogies we can use. The thing is, is can you find somebody that matches your crazy in the right way? She's nuts in her own way. I'm nuts in my own way. You can use your own words, you know, give and take, pick and choose your battles. She uses a ton of things. But my thing is, is she is just enough crazy and she equals me out where we make. We make it work. We make it work. Do we have a perfect relationship? Fuck no. No, we don't. But I'm happy with what I got. You know, I, we got an argument a couple of weeks ago when I said something about us being boring. But you know what? Oh, that I, didn't go well, people. It didn't it did go well. But my point well. is, is. I'm happy with the boring that I have with her. As in, at 10 o'clock at night, we're ready to throw on the pajamas and watch a movie. Maybe that's boring to some people. I call that heaven. Well, I'll tell you, and 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 so do I. But that, you know, that's a great point because, um, and it, and it's a point that's hard on our side on because we have lived in a career where we're going a million miles an hour. We're constantly pushing ourselves. We're adrenaline junkies. We've jumped out of planes. We've blown stuff off. We've been in combat. We, you know, we've been shot at. We've shot at other people. There is this, even in training, you are living on the edge all the time. And you come home and, and average everyday life is not that way. Average everyday life sometimes is I, you know, boring's a little bit of a stretch, but it's it is ordinary. It's the it's the greatness of ordinary. Let me rephrase mm-hmm. it. And sometimes that that's difficult for for guys and gals that have been in that type of environment. And for those you know our families that are out there who are making this happen, the spouses. You know, I think um, I think understanding that it's it's hard sometimes. You know, sometimes you long for that. I mean, there's a reason I still like to ride motorcycles and jump out of planes. I mean, I. I I still get that rush, but I'm also so perfectly content at times to, you know, just, you know, have that moment where, Hey, let's just go turn the world off and go watch a movie. You know, let's just you and me, you know, cuddle the, the, our crazy Cairo cat. 
<laughs> you know, you know my, yeah. My, yeah, put the put Cairo and Karma together and let's see what yeah. happens. It's taken me years to be able to sit down and actually watch a full movie with her. Oh, I yes, three days. Still. It would take us three days to watch a movie. And I finally just looked at him. I said, listen, I'm watching this crap with or without you. Like, it needs to stop. And finally, we can now get through a movie. It's It's been tough because he cannot sit still sometimes. So it, It's hard to turn off that warrior mindset sometimes. And find that, and this is a word me and you have used a lot and we both believe in and what we speak is finding that balance. You have to learn that balance. And I think over time, I'm I'm figuring it out. Do I still make mistakes and struggle with it? Hell yes, I do. But Every day. No, every, no I do. No, I'm being serious, but I, I am, I'm learning. It's like learning, every other day now. You know, learn to earn. I'm learning to earn her respect and her trust with things and shit. You know, hey, I can watch a movie now. So I'm making gains. You know, and uh, I think one of the great things that both of us has done as as couples, and, and some people can't do this, but I think we're fortunate. We're, we're both focused on our business. Eric and I have have been in business together almost since we got married, or at least after I got out of the military. I mean, she helped me create Wounded Wear. She's on the board with Combat Wounded Coalition. Uh, you know, we she has helped run my speaking company. Together, we launched with other speakers, Eagle Rise Speakers Bureau, uh, which Ray is one of our speakers, eaglerisespeakers.com. Oh my God, did I just shameless plug? Nice plug. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but the bottom line is we have made it work on both sides and not all couples can do that, but I think it's where you have to find that balance because I think we talk about perfect. Once again, we go back to the word of the day. Everybody's looking for that perfect relationship and that perfect life. And, and a lot of times we focus on, oh my God, if I just stay for an extra 30 minutes, I'm going to close this contract. Or if I just stay at the office for an extra hour, or if I stay mm-hmm. here and my boss is going to see me and I'm going to move up the ladder harder, we're, we're sacrificing our family and those relationships because we think that it's going to create this perfect life. But I got news for you. Perfect is not perfect. It doesn't exist. And find the balance, like Ray said. Uh, Ladies, what do you think about that? Well, yeah. And I mean, listening to you, I mean, two things. Um, You said earlier, you know, like saying, oh, you know, we're boring or something. And, and, you know, in in relationships, I think people have got to be so careful to say like, oh, this is what's wrong with us or this is a problem. I mean, if you're not happy with something, like, what are you doing? Like that part, you've got to do something to fix it. If you're not happy with something with your family or that, you know, so just kind of placing blame out there, I I think and it's evolving. Like our relationship 10 years ago and our relationship now, I, I mean, it changes and, you know, hopefully you change together, but you know, I don't, I just think you gotta be so careful to say, oh, this is what's wrong or, you know, if I'm not happy with something, then what what am I doing to help fix it or correct it or make it make it right? And, you know, I was going to say, I think that we're really fortunate um, that we have been able to work together. But there was a point that I focused on different projects and you focused on different. I mean, there's there's also got to be that healthy, healthy separation, because there for a little while, I felt like we were taught, you know, um, you know, at work, we were bringing work home and, and that was, you know, that was our only conversation. So I think that there's also got to be that healthy separation. Even if you are working together, you could be working different projects or, you know, different hobbies, something. But I, I mean, that works for us, but it, de- it definitely wouldn't probably doesn't. And I know it doesn't work for every relationship. But communication is key. I mean, uh, you said absolutely. it. You said oh, it. Communication is key. And it, for anyone in any 
not just in our relationships, not, not just in our personal marriage relationships or girlfriend, boyfriend, in our business relationships. Communication is key. If there is a problem, people have this tendency to sit on a problem and it builds and it festers and it gets worse until finally it blows up and it turns into a big fight. And sometimes, you know, it makes it much more difficult to fix. You know, Erica's amazing about when we, when we have a problem, I mean, I'm a typical guy, sometimes I'll hold things in and Erica will bring it out and she'll be like, hey, we need to talk about this. And, and that's what helps fix things. Um, and that's what helps keep things moving forward and, and strong and healthy. And I, I encourage everybody, you know, no matter if you have a problem, you need to communicate it. You need to sit down with your significant other and say, hey, look, I'm, I'm a little bit upset at you because of X, Y, Z. Trisha, you could take some notes from that because a woman from Kentucky says, let's talk. My wife likes to fight. She likes to yell and swing. She's from Brooklyn and she is mean. And a lot of times, you know, you talk about communication, Jason. I think what you should take out of this is if the if the wife would just admit that she's wrong, then everything I'm, would be right. Uh, I'm okay, moving. Where, I'm where moving away that? from where Ray right now. I just want to let you know I'm moving away. I'm out of swing ring. Okay, you are. Hey, Roger that. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. You are cleared hot. Fire for effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, and and you got to learn to laugh. A laugh, especially yeah. at this man right here. My. Wonderful husband. Um, I just laugh at him. It's his world, and sometimes you just gotta roll with it. And she's laughing with me. Literally, 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 J Dam, J Dam bombs just you know, came out funny, of her eyes. Like, at you know, he doesn't realize I've gotten him to do things that he doesn't even realize I've gotten him to do, and he thinks it's his idea. I, and and I have, I Wait. have. There are things, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I came up with that," and I'm like, "Ha ha, I put that in your head, and you had no clue." So there's a lot more. That's, yeah. a, that's, a very, that's when you really learn. That's your a very spouse. high level of leadership. Oh, I talk about is. that. Our ability to provide ideas to those plant we're working seeds. with, plant seeds, mm -hmm. and then him, they grow them, him. and it's where you want it to go. All I know along. him better than he knows himself ah. sometimes. So and it and it. Trish, I think it freaks them out a little bit. Schooling us in the higher levels of leadership. I love it. No, when there's a purchase when we're out, and my daughter wants to find something that's you know a spontaneous purchase. Ask your father. But otherwise, my wife goes, no, no, no. But if it's a big purchase or something where like if nice I change of subject yeah. here, nice change of subject. Don't get me started. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's, let's, get, let's, uh, we got a couple more questions before we wrap this up. So, you know, Ray's continued to travel extensively as I do. I mean, I travel a lot with speaking, with consulting, with all these different things, some of these acting gigs. I know Ray has done some of that also. I mean, I did uh, a really bad movie two years ago and I was gone for a month for filming that. Um, what advice do you ladies have to keep your relationship strong through that hardship and separation? I mean, we've got a lot of listeners out there that their husbands and their, or their wives are gone. And, and how do you keep it alive? How do, you, how do you keep things strong? Well, again, the communication, you know, talking and staying in touch. And, you know, I know sometimes with what you guys do, it's exciting and, you know, you get that phone call and this is going on, that's going on. But Ray remembers also don't forget about me. He asks me how my day is going, what's going on. So you got to have that balance again, balance, you know? Um, yes, my life may be boring in his words sometimes, you know, but it doesn't mean my life doesn't exist. And he's good at making sure, hey, what did you do today? How was the gym today? Or how was this? And not always making about him. So you got to make it about each other and really wanting to know what you're 
your significant other is doing and how they're doing. Because if you just get caught up in your own little world, that's what it's going to be, your own world, not your marriage and your family. So you got to really hold on to that. Make sure you are well balanced, balanced. It's bottom line balance. So, and Ray, sometimes I got to smack him in the head and wake him up, but most of the time he's pretty good with that. So. Yeah, I would agree. You know, I feel like it sounds like Ray was also, um, good communicator and called back an awful lot. Um, I definitely, I'm grateful that when Jay was, you know, when he was deployed, um, that he did, you know, that, that we are, we did have, you know, the emails and what was it? Was it Skype call? I don't even think it was, I don't know what we were using there, but, but we had regular communication. We had video Um, conferencing. And, and sometimes we had, yeah. <laughs> although, although now I look back and I know that there were some sick military perverts that were watching it. Exactly. Oh I didn't God. even think about that until later. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I, but I, I have heard some stories and I know that sometimes at, you know, the job that you guys do, um, switching those hats, I think can be difficult for some people and that some people weren't calling home. And, and I think that that's, even though we'll never fully understand them, just to have a glimpse of what they're going through and they have a glimpse of what we, you need to c- continue that. Absolutely. Because I can't imagine if it would have been every couple of weeks. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think, you know, I remember you sending home the videos. So we, I would make videos of like the kids and what was going on. He made videos that he could send to the kids. Um, so, you know, our daughter, she was little, but she knew dad's voice. I mean, she, oh, yeah. she knew, you know, we would sit in the car and she'd watch daddy videos all, all the time. So, I mean, that, that communication was, again, I mean, I think it made all the difference in the world and know that I don't, I don't know all the details, but at least you're growing together. You're kind of going through it together. Right. Just because you're apart doesn't mean you can't share your lives together and and be a part of it every day. I mean, Ray, when when he would be gone and, and even now when he goes on speaking events, he will make sure he calls Nyla and, and our daughter and say goodnight every single night. He doesn't miss it, you know, wherever he's at. You know, there could be a time difference and he's got to wake up in the middle of the night, but he is calling her to say goodnight and they do their little thing and it's their special thing. They have that bond and just keeping those special things. We hear of guys that don't call their kids, but once a week. And to me, that breaks my heart because they're distancing themselves. They're putting that distance between them. And that's a bad thing. They're getting used to you not being there and you don't want that. You can, with technology today, wow, it's, you can be still there and be that important part of the kids' lives, your wife's lives or husband's lives, because you know there's females that deal with this going overseas and the dads are at home. It's there, use it. Don't take advantage of it. All right, ladies, let's wrap this up with, uh, so coming back to our word, you know, a perfect, what is a perfect relationship? So Erica, you go first. What's a perfect, what, what's a, what is it? What's a perfect relationship? I think it, I mean, everybody's, everybody's definition of a perfect relationship is different. I mean, it's what works for that couple. I mean, it's, it's the communication, it's trust, it's whatever, you know, whatever makes you happy. And, and there is no, there is no perfect relationship. I mean, I think you're constantly 
you know, changing and evolving, um, you know, trying, trying to make it perfect, but I don't, I, I think at any point that you sit back and say, Oh, this is, this is perfect. Well, it's going into it, understanding it's not going to be perfect. If you go into it thinking it's going to be perfect, it's going to fail. Understand it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be failures. It's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. Get through it together. But no, it's never going to be perfect. Will you have perfect moments? Absolutely. But it's never going to always be perfect. But I I will say, I mean, what I've, you know, what I want to teach our children and for somebody who's not yet married, you know, also the real, I mean, yes, it's, it's always work, but it shouldn't be when something requires so much work and, and maintenance, it's not the right relationship. Right. right. You shouldn't I have mean, to work so much at something in, in one sided. I get it. You know, it, there's gotta be that shared and, um, and it shouldn't be hard. Yeah. There will be hard times, but it shouldn't constantly be hard. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the bottom line, perfect is not perfect. And I think if we can come to grips with that within our relationships, within life, you know, these false perceptions we have of, oh, it's got to be perfect. It can be perfect. It's just perfect. It's not really perfect. It is a perception and it's, it's our outlook and our perspective and how we make it. So awesome. Well, ladies, thank you so much for being on the show. Ray, you got anything else for these beautiful ladies? I just like to say thank you, not only for coming on the show, but being for who you are, ladies and for standing by our sides through the thick and thin. Um, I know we're not, we are far from perfect on a serious note, but we love you very much. Hey, amen to that. And yeah. for all of you out there that are listening, you, you, and you're struggling in your relationships, you're struggling in life. You can do this too. I mean, Eric and I, we've been together 20 years. Uh, you know, Trish and Ray have been together 15. We've ups and downs. We've had, you know, probably some of the biggest challenges you can find in relationships. If we've done it, you can do it too. Uh, redefine your perspective of what perfect is. We touched on parenting a little. I think, I think we're going to have to have these ladies back on and we can talk a little bit more about parenting. I think uh, that's a good subject. I think that would take a whole episode. I'm excited to do it. I, 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 I know we both have great wives who are great mothers. So yeah. Yeah, oh warrior parenting. parenting. <laughs> Raising little warriors. I like Ray, it. I love it. I love it. And if any of you have any other ideas about what uh, you'd like to hear from the ladies, if there are certain subjects you'd like to talk about, let us know. All right. Our next show is going to be December 20th. It's going to be right before the holidays. And we, we want to talk about sacrifice. Um, you know, there's a lot of military members. There's a lot of first responders, a lot of law enforcement that have to work over the holidays. Ray and I have done it. And uh, Ray, what, you know, what does sacrifice mean to you, brother? Sacrifice to me means giving for a greater good. And that can go from, again, I'm going to tell you the, the college kid who's putting in a little extra work, the stay-at-home mom who's hustling her butt to all the way up to tier one operators. It means just putting out, putting others before you put yourself to me is the definition of sacrifice. And it comes in a wide range and a variety. I love it. I think we want to, I think we want to address that right before Christmas. You know, everybody's going to be going into the holidays. We want to put the holidays in perspective and we want to talk about that sacrifice that's occurring every single day out there all across this land and across the world. All right. We're going to wrap our show up with our little, uh, our, our, our awesome closing, our two minute motivation. So uh, our word of the day is perfect. Ray, are you ready? I am ready. Smash. One minute, rated R for Ray Cash Care. Listen, guys, there is no such word as perfect out there. 
It's a state of mind. You can shit in one hand and wish in the other of perfection and tell me which one fills up first. All right. You have to decide what perfect is to you, what it means to you. Okay. Stop trying to be other people and use what you think they are doing as perfection. Don't look at another couple and try to be them. What I tell people is if you want to be perfect, be the best you, you can be to yourself, to your family, to your friends. You are an ambassador to yourself and to life. Okay. The word perfection is an oasis. The closer you get to it, the farther it's going to get away. Find a happy medium, find the balance, find someone or something that makes you happy, that feeds off your strengths and weaknesses and do the best you can. Booyah, brothers. Yeah, Ray ripping into it. We're talking about perfect. You know, perfect is built around one key word. There's only been one perfect person that's ever walked this planet, at least that I believe in, uh, Jesus Christ himself. For the rest of us, perfect is all about perspective and how we look at the world. Because the reality is how we look at the world, how we look at other people and other relationships. We have, we as human beings, I don't know why we're such a flawed species that looks at other people and we say, oh, that person is perfect. Their relationship is perfect. Their business is perfect. And it is not perfection does not exist. So stop thinking that way. Change your mind, change your outlook, change how you lead yourself. These are the critical components that you have to bring up within yourself. You got to stop looking at the world around you and you got to start settling for the greatness that you have within and the greatness that you have within your relationship. Trisha said it earlier. She said there are perfect moments and they exist. And you got to hang on to those moments and say, wow, this truly is what perfect is. And maybe those other moments are not perfect, but that's okay because it's what we project. Erica projecting that level of perfect within our relationship. No matter what she felt, she she projected that perfect leader that enabled me to get through that life's ambush. So for all of you out there, set your new level of perfect and make a difference. All right. This is going to wrap up the JR Overcome Show episode 007. This time it works. I like it. <laughs> so I just want to say happy holidays to all of you. This is Ray Cash Care. And this is Jason Overcome Redmond. And ladies, we want to thank you both once again for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. All right. We will see you on our next show, December 20th. Lead always. Boom. We're out. Thanks for listening to the JR Overcome Show. Tune in next time and please remember to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please visit jrovercomeshow.com.